It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Sometimes I feel like a star, but only strictly where I'm famous. I'm in this foot along this hall, like we'll see where it takes us. I'm throwing back these double shots like whiskey here is weightless. Cause, cause this career I chose was even riskier than Vegas, yo. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome. It's another beautiful Thursday night, and we are in the studio, and so much to talk about tonight. Uh, Not only do I have a fantastic, amazing guest right on the other side for you, uh, I want to just share a little bit about the trip that I just came back from in Lilydale. So I think some of you know, because we've been talking about it, Lilydale is the largest spiritualist community in the United States and really is the first and foremost. It's about an hour south of Buffalo. So it's a little bit of a trek to get there. But my goodness, there is so much energy there. It truly is this uh, vortex, as they like to say. And there is this stump. Oh, that's me having a good time. Did you show me? Look, that's me. I was there. See, (laughs) this is the stump. And so this stump, what happened is it it obviously really existed uh, for like 300 years. Mediums from around the world would get up on this stump and deliver messages to audience member on the uh, bleachers. You want to show that other picture? So it's in the deep of the forest, Leona and Woods. And so people come and they sit in the middle of this beautiful forest and receive messages from spirit. So they can't, you can't stand on the stump anymore. Apparently it's not stable, but had this great opportunity to teach a couple workshops there and then deliver messages at this stump. And I got to tell you, I was a little greedy. Every opportunity I got, I got up on that stump or in front of to deliver messages. But I have to tell you, they have registered mediums, and these mediums go through so much testing. So it really is incredible. Beautiful, beautiful spirit and energy. Also want to just tell you, uh, August 12th, Sunday, we have our spirit service. It's in Los Angeles. Amazing. We have a talk about near-death experiences by Lima, and then messages being delivered uh, by Terry Huberman, Yusan Shin, and Jules Davis. So it is going to be a fantastic fantastic morning you have to rsvp though it just to kind of try to get a seat because it's been really filling up but come and hang out with us if you are in or near the los angeles area i i can't wait to feel so inspired to give a service after being at like 12 services mm-hmm. in a few days so it's very very exciting now back to tonight because this is really what i am so excited about we are going to take a couple callers the number is three two three 
972-3115. Here's the thing. We're going to talk about medical. We are going to talk about healing. So if you have a question, only in those two areas is really where we want to focus if you get through, okay? And remember, you have to be a good guest. So no ringing, dinging, blinging, barking husbands, or shouting dogs. <laughs> I love making fun of the husbands. <laughs> no, we just want to have the best experience, especially since our guest is all the way on the East Coast at the moment. But let me tell you a little bit about our guest this evening. He is originally from New Zealand, but he lives in Australia now. And he's had a, a little bit of a mix of careers and experiences, which I'm so excited to hear about, just because uh, a lot of us who do this work have had these other kind of lifetimes before we really realize, hey, wait a second, there is this calling and I need to answer it. But what's incredible about him, he is a psychic medium, but he is also a healer and a medical intuitive. And that to me is just like, you, wow. Like, so I'm so fascinated to learn, as I'm sure you guys are going to be so excited to hear, how does he get this? How does it work? How does he do it? You know, is it, you know, is it a magic wand? Is it this energy? I, I cannot wait. But he is so remarkably renowned for his work. And we just happened to catch him on his U.S. tour. So I would love to welcome Simon Hay to the show. Hi, Simon. Yeah, hi. How are you? I am well. How are you tonight? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Have a good day. It's, uh, it's great. Thank you so much for, you know, joining us and, and being on the show. And I'm, I'm sure you're getting a little tired, a little uh, jet lag. But I'm, I'm so happy that you had a, a little bit of time to kind of hang out with our listeners tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's just a wonderful opportunity. I'm looking forward to it. So now you are here in the U.S. on a tour. You're on the East Coast, so and we'll talk about it, but you're in Pennsylvania, you're in New York, going to Missouri. Um, you are working, but you are going to be working in the United States for, for the next couple of weeks. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, about four and a half weeks I'm here. So we've got uh, private sessions, a lot of events, and a few workshops. Wow. Okay, so... As you know, well, as I know, you're a psychic medium, and we all know that, connecting to people's souls, connecting to loved ones in spirit, but you are also a healer and a medical intuitive. Um, can you share with us a little bit about what is a healer? What is a medical intuitive? Well, well, for me, the healing side is um, I'm very with a lot of physical uh, conditions, you know, illnesses and injuries, so pain management. Um, I'm a, probably about 60% successful. Uh, there's obviously a lot of emotional work that gets done there as well, and psychology in that. And um, you know, thankfully, my partner, with partnership with Spirit, I'm, um, you know, I have a long psychologist that works with me. And, uh, doctors and healers that I see as well. So, uh, you know, we work they're in partnership. Uh, the medical intuitive side is, you know, you know, I have no medical training, um, but I'm able to kind of generalize positions in the body. So I might, you know, might see a specific organ, I might see, a, you know, a tumor or a growth or, you know, some inflammation in the body. 
uh, often I see it uh, magnified, so I'm not sure exactly where I am. Um, but uh, you know, it helped. It, it assists my work for location and uh, intention, and uh, I've also you know been able to advise quite a few people to go and you know seek medical help. You know, doctors and surgeons and specialists. So, so yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. No, it's it's fascinating. And when did you discover you had this this gift? Did it just kind of come to you at once, or was it over time? I had an experience in 2000, 2001 with Spirit where I, it was after I ended a, um, a psychic development meditation for the first time. During that meditation, as soon as I sat down, I became very agitated and lost control of my body, essentially. When I closed my eyes, I opened my eyes and uh, I had an out-of-body experience and met a Buddhist monk, Spirit, who's a spirit guide. Uh, and then over the next few months, I continued to meditate and um you know, it was just blockbuster movies for me. It was just so clear. Uh, and then it just went from there. Probably, I don't know, eight, ten months after that, that I did my first healing. So it was a successful, successful very quickly. Wow. Um, do you still talk to that monk today? Yes. Uh, yeah, he's, he's here. He's always with me. He, he kind of kind of have him on my right shoulder all the time is where I, you know, where I physically place him. Um, but yeah, his name is Geju and, uh, you know, he, he keeps things very simple. Um, you know, he helps me with my life, obviously. Uh, you know, he, it's funny, people expect big answers from him, but it's always little answers about, you know, why you're asking that question or why you're unsettled. Uh, yeah, he's very philosophical and a little bit frustrating at times. Uh, <laughs> <but> <laughs> yeah, a lot frustrating at times, I can tell you. <laughs> but, uh, you know, because he says I don't listen. So, uh, you know, and, you know, through him, you know, I'm lucky enough to have surgeons and, uh, you know, psychologists and, uh, you know, ancient healers and people of faith. Uh, I had a really big experience early on with, um, you know, Jesus and his family. Not that I, you know, have a, you know, a Christian background. I was, um, you know, baptized in the Anglican church. Uh, yeah, but I had a really big experience with Jesus and his family and uh, kind of remembered a past life experience that I had. Uh, I've actually written about that, and it was that it was that story and that that connection, and those those months have been a trans medium that really opened up the uh, the healing stuff for me. So, when you are healing, do you, do you channel that energy? Is it do you channel the healing? Is that kind of how it works for you? Yeah, I understand why people would use the term channel. I you know because it kind of essentially feels like it might flow through you. Um, you know, my team and spirit make it about the human experience. They, you know, I, you know, I'm always grateful for their their assistance, but they are grateful for my assistance as well. So they don't want to minimize, you know, the human experience. You know, they they want to kind of encourage us to believe that we're powerful. Yes. Um, that this isn't, you know, a divine a divine gift or, you know, a higher power. I, I mean, I respect why people will, you know, have that view, but that's never been you know, said to me by, by the people in spirit. I mean, that, it, it's definitely a partnership, but they never, uh, you know, separate that. They never make themselves greater than me. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a relationship of mutual respect. Um, I respect them and listen to them, and they respect me, and they're grateful that I listen. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, I understand why people say it's channeling, but for me it's uh, you're in partnership, so you actually become 
kind of that healing experience, you know, and it's intention really. It's, uh, you know, my intention is to, you know, heal somebody, uh, take away pain. And I've just focused that and, uh, you know, Gedju's trained me in such a fashion, I guess, that in those moments, my mind is, you know, in control or my mind is relaxed or I actually get out of the road. Um, so, you know, there's no control there. It's just a moment of healing that occurs. So when, uh, and I'm sorry for all the questions. I hope yeah. you don't mind, yeah. but I am so fascinated. And I know that the listeners are like, well, we hate to say they're dying to know, but <laughs> <laughs> we got to have a little medium humor. Um, yeah. So when when you see someone or they come to you and you know they either have a mass or or something or some other health issue, whatever the case may be, um, and you are connecting and, and using the partnership, how is it? Do you find that is it just sending the the light? I'm just kind of curious as to like how does that healing happen? Well, I think you know. It, in the early days, I had, I mean, I still have very clear vision now, but in the early days, it was very uh, intense. Like, so if I had someone in front of me, uh, the body would separate. So I'd see their physical body and then I'd see energy bodies, but layers of energy bodies kind of separating. And I, and I would have access and I, was, and I could see like their skeleton and, you know, their nervous system and their lymphatic system and, then, you, know, uh, you know, kind of fluid and, pathways and tubes in their body which i think you know has energy or intelligence in them it's not just fluid um and so that all came kind of naturally it was like it wasn't even forced it just was part of my development and my uh, communication with spirit uh and then i recognized that there was pain there and then i would just think okay i want the pain to disappear you know relax the pain and then everything was magnified i mean you know i always say you know this gift would be great if a surgeon had this or a doctor had this <laughs> yeah. because they would understand what they're looking at. You know, I have no idea what I'm looking at. So I'm very honest about that. And I also think I should say that, you know, I'm very honest about when I'm unsuccessful as well. I'm very, I talk about when I'm unsuccessful a lot because I think there's a lot of education in, that, in those moments. Um, and I want to be really authentic to my, you know, to my clients. I don't want to mislead anybody. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I think that's really important. Um, uh, and, Look, the, the first initial times I was successful surprised me because I really big, like big experiences. One of the earliest ones was uh, muscle that was torn off the shoulder. And, um, you know, I used to be a plumber and uh, the, the gentleman who drove the excavator, his wife had uh, injured her shoulder and they had MRI scans and it showed muscle being torn off and even a, a piece of bone floating around. And she was in, like, so in Australia, there's a, a public waiting list for surgery. So I was on this waiting list to go to have this surgery. And he, you know, I just went around and had a cup of coffee after work and just sat with her, uh, placed my hand just above her shoulder. And, uh, you know, she said, oh, that's, that's hurting. Like, that's almost unbearable. Look, I had, and honestly, I had no idea what I was doing other than the fact that, <laughs> you're, um, like, you know, hey. you're, just, you're just telling me you can do it. Like, you can fix your shoulder. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I don't know what I'm doing. So she's telling me it's hurting. Like, I'm, I'm essentially lying to her and saying, no, no, it's okay. You know, I know what I'm doing, you know. <laughs> um, it's kind of funny. But, you know, the next day she was pain-free and, um, you know, we asked her, you know, I said just relax, you know, like take it easy. But she was very particular. So she spring-cleaned the house and mopped the floors because she wasn't able to do that for a few weeks. Wow. So her shoulder, her shoulder was sore again. So I, I did it again about five days later. Um and then she went and played a game of tennis because, you know, she was pain-free. Anyway, she was a little bit aged. She didn't go off the waiting list. About a, a, a week later, she 
went to surgery and then Frank rang me and said, look, that, you know, they've taken her and they've done the surgery. They've just cut her open and stitched her back up because there's nothing to fix. It's all, it's all fine. Wow. So wow. At first I thought he was just messing around with me, you know, because, you know, like, you know, a couple of blokes working and that. And I just thought he was messing around with me because he was at, he's at his personality. Uh, but, you know, he was serious. He said, look, I, you know, I'm just letting you know, this is what's happened. She's had the surgery. You know, they've cut her open to repair it, nothing to fix. They've just stitched her back up again. Wow. Um, so that was, you know, that was pretty huge, you know. And, I, and look, I, I mean, I guess I still have those moments now. I would like, you know, to say to people that that happens every time. Um, I mean, just a few weeks ago, I fixed a, a bodybuilder's um, right shoulder. Um, now, I didn't even know if I fixed it. He came for a session and then he's contacted me months later and said, you know, I came to saw you with the right shoulder. You fixed that. He says, you know, now I've messed up the left shoulder, so I'm coming back for that. <laughs> so I, so obviously he's had some really positive response where he hasn't had to have further surgery. But, you know, I mean, there's no, you know, there's no testimonial. There's no, you know, there's, it's only the story that I share. But, um, look, I am unsuccessful too. I, I, you know, I don't want to harp on about that, but it's, it's just something that comes up. People challenge me all the time, and I think it's really, you know, I have an obligation to be honest. You know, I, um, I don't want to mislead anybody when they invest their time in me. You know, they, they yeah. find me, they come to me, you know, and this is my career. This is how I pay my mortgage and feed my kids and that. So, you know, it's, so they're making an investment. And I don't want to mislead anybody. Right. So, I mean, that's why I revert to that statement quite often. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes, too, the, the healing, if, if someone is – holding on to something um and and not allowing for the healing on some level that that you know we can only do so much like you mentioned we partnership right so yeah, i, I think know, i think the thing for me is like spirit always says to me that i can heal everything like and i go okay you know and my response to that even now after 10 years of doing this full time my response to that is saying are you sure? Like, really? <laughs> you know, but you know, okay, well, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to give it a shot, you know? Yeah. Um, and then if, when you're not unsuccessful, I go back to them and say, well, you know, come on guys, this is what I heard. But what they, they would say to me, and when I pushed them on that, they would say, you assume you're in control of the outcome. Right. And I think that's a fair statement. You know, I, I'm in control of my intention. I'm in control of being present and being, you know, authentic uh, and being kind and my behavior. Those are things I'm in control of. Um, and I would say, well, who's in control of the outcome? And I, and to be quite honest, I can't really get a specific answer, but I don't think the answer is, you know, like the universal God or something else. I think I truly believe that there's forces at play here, like human forces, like, you know, generations of human behavior and the belief too that this has to be, you know, a certain way, you know, like the belief that this is channeling or the belief that um, this is a gift or the belief that this is, you know, God, um, these things place limitations on, on outcome and process. Um, and I, I think this can be quick. I mean, Charlie, you know, I'm just I'm going to mention Charlie Goldsmith. Uh, I, I really love him. And if people research him, they'll see how authentic and real he is. He is very quick. Yeah. All right, so when I started doing healings, I was that quick as well but what happened was um i wanted this to be my career and i and i wasn't getting enough clients to make it uh, you know viable so i started doing readings uh, i chose to do the readings with my clients on a massage table rather than seated opposite them unless they wanted it that way um, and then i had access to the body so they thought they were coming for a reading 
and I start doing a reading and then I go, oh, you've got a sore knee. Oh, you know, you broke your collarbone like when you were 12. And I say, yeah, I did. And there's a little pain in there. And so then we got these little victories. You know, they, they came for a reading, but then they kind of experienced like this pain reduction or something that occurred. So I became very good at kind of, uh, you know, like seeing things. Or I might say, oh, there's a, you know, like there's someone in the family, a male in the family where there's a prostate uh, problem. Uh, and they said, oh, that's my dad. And then my grandfather died of that. And I went, oh, you know what? Like, you know, I might say, oh, and who's John? That's my husband. I'll say, well, maybe he needs to go and get his prostate checked. Right. And, you know, he, he might be at that age. He might be in his 50s and it might be in his family too. And, of course, you know, they, that's kind of, you know, the generalized way it grew. Um, even now, probably 80% of my work is readings. Uh, I would like to do all healings, but it would, might be a bit more exhausting for me. But you know, a lot of people still come to me because I'm a medium. Right. Know, and, and, and then we kind of, and I've, I've learned to blend the, the session. So I've taken something quick and made it into, uh, you know, I've made it into an hour session, you know, because like if someone's going to come to see me and I go, and I just shake their hand and say, you're done, you know, that they have no concept of being done. You, you can't fix me by shaking my hand. Right, right. Uh, I, I got to talk to you. I, you, I, you know, I have to engage with you. And of course, you know, the psychology around that, you know, if I, you know, I have a psychologist in spirit, his name is Nathan. He's a really sharp looking guy too. He looks a little bit like Daniel Craig, the actor. Um, <laughs> and he does dress a little bit like James Bond as well, but without the jacket and the, and the tie. He's got really sharp, like pressed pants and a shirt and that. And uh, he, I used to listen to myself talk to clients and I wonder where, where this stuff was coming from, but it was coming from him. And uh, we would unravel kind of the trauma in their life and, uh, you know, how that's in, affected their decision-making and, and why they repeat the patterns that they do. So it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, that side of it's really interesting as well. Uh, you know, that psychology, it's, it's uh, I mean, that's a huge component, yeah. which, I th which I think is an aspect of success as well. Um, I think sometimes you've got to employ that psychology, you know, the body language, the physical interaction, and then, then sometimes it's not necessary. You do a distant healing, you don't even meet, you might have a photo or you're on FaceTime you get a great result, you know, it's a, uh, look, it's all a mystery, but I'm having it is, fun. It is a mystery, but it really is fun to be of service. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it, uh, um, it's a wild ride. It, it has, I tell you, it hasn't been easy. It's uh, you know, it's a, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff you got to overcome. There's a lot of kind of yes. judgment and, uh, but even, even in our industry, you know, there's a lot of judgment that you get from, you know, within other the rates. industry. Yes. Even within yeah. it. Absolutely. Um, well, we've got a ton of callers in line. I, so how about we just try to take a caller or two just to see yeah. what question they may have, if that's okay. Um, mm -hmm. Caller, if you get through, uh, take a moment right now and just ask yourself what area code did I call in from? So know that and if you get through please please we definitely need the phone to be silent so that your your voice is as clear and crisp as possible and just make your question around uh, medical intuitive anything with the body or anything more in that direction uh, just because that's what I told Simon we would be doing <laughs> so how about let's start with number six area code 214 Okay, 214, you are on the air with Colby and Simon. Who is this? Hi, my name is Leo. Hi, Leo. Yeah, it sounds like Gail. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. Um, 
I've actually been um, ill for 20 years. I um, was first diagnosed with MS. I had some lesions on the left side of my brain, and they miraculously went away. And I was well for a while, and I've had, you know, periods of remitting and getting better and getting worse and kind of ups and downs. And um, right now, you know, they're thinking uh, maybe diabetes insipidus. They've thought, you know, pituitary things. I mean, I've, I've been on a really long journey of not knowing what's going on, um, you know, lots of digestive things. And so maybe a little bit of throughout. insight. Okay, so how about a little bit of insight? Is that what you're hoping for tonight with Simon? Yes, yes. <laughs> I've, got, I've, I've gotten tired of, of getting excited about a diagnosis. So any insight would be um, amazing. Okay, okay. Um, so, Simon, this is Lael. Anything? anything? Yeah, you know, okay. <clears throat> it, it, was, it was interesting once you mentioned the pituitary. I don't know if you did mention the pituitary gland or not, but, like, there's definitely a hormonal component to this. Uh, there's def definitely an endocrine system component to this. Um, and I'm not, you know, and, you know, I tell you what, I'm not a doctor, but that's that's what I've gone to straight away. And I also know there's a pituitary I'm certain that there's a, uh, you know, an adrenal gland and pituitary gland connection or function that works, you know, in compliance with each other. Uh, and I reckon there's some breakdown there as well, but I don't know what's causing it. I did have an unusual taste in my mouth, like, uh, you know, toxicity, like a metallic taste, like, like chemicals or something like that. So I don't know if there's heavy metals involved, uh, but, you know, I normally trust, you know, you know, my line of thought or reasoning or the way it, the way it runs there. Um, I can feel the fatigue. You know, you said MS to me. Um, and look, it, it, you know, I'm not a doctor. Like, I, you know, I really reinforce that. But it, I've worked with people with MS before and it actually didn't feel like MS. When you said it to me, it didn't feel like MS. And I thought, okay, well, what's, like, what's driving that? Mm -hmm. you know? um, that it, was taken me, away. That diagnosis did go away. That diagnosis was taken away? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah I mean, years I ago, it's, they, they give them to me and they take them away. So. Yeah. yeah, look, I don't know if I, I can be specific yeah. in, in that, but you know, there's also, you know, I'm not sure if there's been some trauma in your life, or if it's not you, we'd have to go to mum and look at that generational trauma. But there is some aspect definitely of trauma. Oh, see. Yeah, there is okay. some of that emotionally that's coming up, which has really got you in that oh. kind of flight fright response, you know, and that's really messing yes, up. I have PTSD. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. And of course, that would bring in dopamine as well. Now, look, I have no, you know, I know there's a part of the brain, I can never say it properly, um, like agmodella or some crazy word, you know, like, but no, it's the, the brain that uh, responds to producing dopamine. Mm -hmm. That's another, that's another factor kind of like I'm talking to. I don't know, you know, what, you know what a doctor would do or what a professional would do but you know i mean if, if you come to see me or you know i would just do a healing session on you and then see what the outcome would be so it would either be a partial improvement where you kind of feel different and the other kind of response mm -hmm. you may have is that you may have like a healing crisis experience where you feel like 10 times worse and agitated but you know that response is still a good response because it says 
I've reached you and affected you in some way. It says I've created something to happen, but you're kind of, your body's in resistance to me. And I do think there's an intelligence there that comes into that. Your subconscious Mm -hmm. mind says you can't help me. That's like, if I tap into you telepathically, your subconscious mind says you can't help me. Now, my response to that is I care. Your subconscious response is do you? Like yeah. you challenge me. Do you really care? I feel like I'm going to swear too, but I'm not going to, but that's, nope. <laughs> but, that, but that's what's in, but that's what's in your response is to swear at me. Your response is to say, do you like, and then get really aggressive with me. So that's, that's probably limiting kind of outcome and uh, diagnosis too for, uh, you know, even for traditional health stuff, if you approach them in that way, you know, I mean, those, well, those guys, those guys care. I, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, we got to support science and, you know, we shouldn't, in this alternative health field, we shouldn't be competing against that or pushing against that. Those those guys are professionals and they, they, they really do care. So they, I know they're trying their best for you, but, um, yeah, look, well, I, I don't know if that's helpful or not, but, yeah. you know, that's, that's what I'm getting. So, Leo, you know, I hope that does help a little bit. We've got so many callers, so I'd love to just spend a lot more time just helping you get to the bottom of this, but I... I know it must be really frustrating, but maybe just try working on those underlayers, at least of the emotions and, and like Simon was saying, that fight or flight. But we're sending you so much love and healing because I, I know how exhausting that can so be. Thank you so much for taking my call. Yes, yes. And have a good You're night. Good, good luck with that. You know. I'm so grateful. Thank You're you. You're welcome. Um, okay, so let us, uh, let's try to get another one or two in, uh, Simon, if that's okay. So our connection is a little bad. I think everybody on Facebook, we're, we're back up, but the internet connection is not the strongest for some reason. Um, so just bear with us, everybody, but don't you even worry because the whole video will post it in its entirety right after the show anyway. So it's not a big deal. Um, Real quick, Simon, before we take another caller, I want to let people know that you are literally this weekend, you're going to be in Pennsylvania, Oxford, PA, right? Yep, that's right. Okay, so that is Saturday and Sunday, and you're doing an evening with spirit. So you'll actually be doing spirit messages that evening. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. There's there's two events there, yes. Um, Yeah, it's a a really intimate uh, setting as well. It's a small audience and... uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, this is why we're doing two. So it's, it's a good evening. Oh, so where is Oxford, PA? Do you? What's the next largest city right around it? I'm south t- of Philadelphia. Sorry, what is it? South of Philadelphia. Oh, it's south of Philly. Yeah, south of Philly. Oh, you know, I'm right outside of Philly in Jersey. That's where I'm from. <laughs> So this is really great. So if anybody is interested, you know, you're going to be at the Salt Hut, and that's uh, Saturday, Sunday. You're going to have an evening with Spirit. Um, This is really exciting. So know that. And you're also going to be in New York on Saturday, August 18th. So you're going to be in at the Big Apple. (laughs) Yeah, that's my that's my first that's my first event there too, actually. Oh wow. New York Open Center. So I'm kind of curious, you know, how that's going to go. But I'm, I'm really, you know, I'm excited about it. Uh, you know, I, even though these are, you know, events where I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a medium and I'm giving messages from spirit, I I tend to be very personal um, and health stuff will come up in my readings as well. And and I as, as far as I can recall, there's been only one event that I've done where somebody in the audience hasn't had a health response 
So I, very commonly after events, like the next day, I'll get messages from people who attended saying, you know, I, I attended your event, I had pain, I no longer have pain. Wow. Uh, I had this, I no longer have that. Uh, so it's it's a very common experience for audience members. I, I don't even have to be like focused on them. It, it almost happens automatically. So. Oh, that's, that's and then you're going to be in St. Louis, right? And that's August yeah. 24th. So you've got these events. So you guys, he's on the East Coast in enough places. Uh, yeah. If you're around one of those areas, definitely go and witness the the beautiful messages and the healing that also takes place. So, uh, also, hopefully, I'll make you laugh as well. What'd you say? Hopefully, I'll make you laugh as well. I oh, you get, there you go. Be crazy. So. Oh, fun. All right. Well, how about we do another caller? Uh, how about at number nine five one seven? Number nine. All righty, five one seven. Hey, who is this? Hi, this is Rachel. How are you? I'm well, Rachel. You are on with me and Simon. What can we do for you this evening, honey? Yay! Um, <laughs> well, I have a question about my own um, healing and medical intuitive development. Oh, good. Because, um, yeah, I have um, taken a beginner psychic development course, and my strongest area seemed to be medical intuition. And I have a family history of healing. And so I may have some strengths in those areas. But I thought, okay, even if I do, I think I should take Reiki. That'll make me, you know, credible to more people. <laughs> and every time I ask my intuition, my intuition says no Reiki. So, so Simon, I guess is... maybe some tips. And if well, you pick yeah. up on if I do have this ability, um, that would be great. Okay, Simon, so, you know, you, what, what would your recommendation or maybe best advice be for Rachel? Well, I, I would trust your intuition. You know, if, it, if you feel that strongly about that, I'd trust your intuition. I, I mean, I'm spirit trained. So, I mean, one of the things I had to do was just back myself. I had to just really be courageous and have faith. Um, and I think you need to keep this really simple too. If you want to do healings, you know, you can, you know, family members or friends, if, if they have a headache or, you know, a sore knee or, you know, some injury, you know, you could just place your hand on them or just sit close to them and just just direct thought at them, just like your intention is to heal them, just direct thought at them and say, okay, well, I can take that pain away. And then just relax, you know, and then, you know, see what happens. You know, the most common response is that you, you will probably, you know, feel heat or a glow or you will expand. So usually your hands would do that first, like there would be an expansion or a tingling. Um, you know, don't overthink it, you know, um, you know, and, and trust yourself where you want to place your hand on somebody. But I think you just you just really got to back yourself. And the other thing too is that you should be meditating with the intention to connect with spirit, like, and because you want to be a healer or, you know, be an intuitive, then, you, then your, your direction should be that I want to connect with, you know, healers and uh, teachers and spirit. Uh, and of course, you have to trust yourself and not get too lost in that as well, and uh, just have faith. Um, yeah, it, you know, I think there's a lot of avenues for for healers, but uh, you know, I'm trying. I'm always trying to be really kind of you know respectful and, and impartial. But I, I see a lot of. I have a lot of people that come to me that have done, you know, courses, and um, you know, their hands aren't active, and they just feel lost. They just, you know, they just kind of feel lost in it. And I think you've got to keep this really simple. You know, you're enough. 
you know, if you could believe that, like if you believe that you're just enough, that, you know, you don't have to do anything, that, you know, you can learn something just by listening to this, you know, podcast or just having a chat, like that's, uh, you know, that's enough. Uh, and then you just do the healings because a lot of people want to be a healer but don't actually do any healings. you just got to heal at every opportunity. Yeah, and maybe, Rachel, mm-hmm. one of the things I love what Simon says is to meditate and connect to spirit and set the intention. What is your intention? Also, you know, don't go into healing just because it's in the family tree or just because people have told you. You got to feel it in your soul. Like you, you got to because it is rough. It When you become of service, it, there's a lot of challenges, as Simon was saying. And so you have to be so passionate about this from your soul. Your soul needs to to want to do this. And that's really where the flame begins. I I really Mm -hmm. like what uh, you just said there, Colby. You know, I agree with that 100%. Um, I, you know, I, I look at my, you know, my journey. And, you know, initially it happened so quickly that I didn't have time to think about it. And I, you know, but... And I might have, you know, had said that it didn't take a toll on me, but this this does take a toll on you. You're in, you know, daily I'm in, I'm connected to, you know, someone's psyche. I'm in their consciousness and their energy field. Uh, and I'm getting glimpses of trauma. Um, and it's heartbreaking, um, you know, because mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, you know, aside from an, like a physical injury, like a sports injury or an accident, yeah. You know, a lot, lot of trauma is driven, you know, by violence or some sort of abuse. And uh, it, it, it is, it does impact on you in a big way. And uh, I always want people to feel safe. But, you know, I would just, you know, take Colby's advice there, like really be reflective and go, okay, what is it that I truly want to do? But, you know, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't want to put you off. I, I, if this is what you really want to do, I want to encourage you and, uh, you know, seek out, you know, there's, there's, there's plenty of wonderful healers everywhere. There's, you know, a lot of them are quiet and shy and they don't have a platform. There's there's, there's good people doing good work. you just got to find people, I think, with integrity and, and authentic and, and I guess, provable results as well, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I, I do want to encourage you, but, yeah, it's a tough it's a tough gig. But just, you know, although I, I have a lot of good friends, Rachel, that do Reiki, a huge, huge fan of anyone who does it, but if you're – intuitive hit is saying hey not for me i want you to listen to it i mean it's no different uh you know doing psychic readings and how many people pull out a deck of tarot or angel cards and i never use them i was always like nope 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 um and i don't know if simon does or not but you don't need uh the necessary kind of physical tools if you believe like he's saying in the power of of yourself the power of your soul the power of your higher self and that connection is spirit yeah i mean you just need to believe you just need to believe in yourself like you have to back yourself 100 percent. yes no matter no matter what the odds are too and the other thing too is a lot of people will say well you know i can't be a healer until i heal myself that's a belief system We, we believe that so that's that's inaccurate. I, I, I was chronically ill for three years and I was still able to do healings. And, and in the end, I was the only one that could heal myself. I actually healed myself as if I was, you know, a client had come to see me. That's the, I mean, it took me three years. I don't know why I didn't do it earlier. But yeah. anyway, it, you know, um, yeah, you just, you really just got to back yourself and believe in yourself and, and, and you're enough. Like, yes. And not, you-, you, you know, you don't have to, I don't know. You don't have to really, you don't have to do a course. Like you don't have to, 
fit someone's box. You don't have to, I don't know, you just got to be, uh, you know, have integrity. And or find that. find someone you're really drawn to. You know, if, if there's someone you, you look at who does this work and you, you're such a, um, you know, really respected or really kind of want to be a part of it, look at what they're doing. Are they teaching or are mm-hmm. they holding anything? Did they write a book, read about it? Are they doing videos to teach? So follow it and listen. And you have this this gorgeous, Mm -hmm. gorgeous energy about you. You have this lovely energy. So I know you're going to be doing it in some way, shape, or form, (laughs) honey. So I know you you are. I'm studying with Echo Bodine right now, and I get really good, like, intuitive, yes, learn healing from Echo. So I guess I'll keep doing that. You, You are on the right path, and I want you to just keep listening to what you are getting and lots of love and blessings to you okay honey thank you so much you're welcome you're welcome have a great night you too thank you bye 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 so i love that simon yeah go you know go you know i'm i do like uh if there's training that is something that we resonate with um but at the same time if you know, we don't want to check boxes just to check boxes. Um, you know, so, no, I, <laughs> right? you know I, I, I like I love hearing other people's story. You know, um, I mean, my experience is that, you know, I didn't do a course. I didn't, you know, my experience was that, you know, I had this amazing experience with spirit. Um, but then I did the hard work. You know, I've yeah. done thousands of hours of meditation, like literally thousands. And now I've done thousands of hours of talking and communicating to people and, and kind of really backing myself so that's my way in but i love people's stories like i love hearing other people talk about healing and how they do it yes um, but i've just seen so many people that have gone to do you know courses and i you know maybe out of excitement or you know insecurity or just being unsure they they choose a course and you know and it might not be the the course's fault but it kind of it kind of just empowers them or they, they feel unsettled they don't or you know, settle sometimes they get so into their head they start thinking too much without just you know trusting so we're almost out of time we're gonna let's try just one more caller we'll have to be kind of quick a minute or two just to give you a time frame but i I think we can squeeze one more in sound good that's great okay how about number uh number 10 856 it's 856 8 is that 875 whoa Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Your sound quality is really poor. So, are you on speaker? No, I'm not. Um, Hello. Hi. Hi. The sound quality is really bad. Do you have a quick question and then we'll mute you? Yes, I just had a quick question. Um, I just get a little concerned. I'm the oldest of four siblings, and the other three have passed all before the age of 40. I'm just wondering if there's anything I need to look out for for myself okay all right can you mute that okay so we're just going to mute you honey only for the sound quality um simon yeah well there you go that's a tough one (laughs) i mean that is a tough one but uh, you know immediately i felt relaxed and okay even though it feels like such a tragedy you know and obviously it is you know like you know there's a generational you know it's not just it's not just a genetic thing or there's obviously some sort of generational pattern here that's occurred it's probably occurred in the family before I feel that she has nothing to worry about. Uh, I think worry is the problem. You know what I mean? Yes. I think she just needs to relax and, uh, you know, uh, you know, and I'll, the grief would be 
obviously overwhelming as well, you know, like knowing that and we probably need to work it through that more than anything. Right. Um, but, you know, it, you know, be sensible, eat healthy, be well. I, I feel there's nothing to worry about there uh, except the worry, you know, like don't don't get lost in the worry. Like, right. Uh, and that's the hard part. Yeah. Sometimes we because we'd also don't want to use that energy to manifest something if we're constantly no, that, 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 giving it power. Right. I mean, we can. We can create these things to happen but uh, you know like when she was talking and asked the question i actually mm -hmm. started smiling i wasn't yeah i i felt pretty good too i when i mean i don't I technically i don't predict passing so but at the same time i felt i was like she feels pretty good to me um, yeah i don't i don't predict predict passings either she, but that, that was my response no yeah. she's just it's okay i just you know i just want to reassure her and give her a big hug and say hey it's, it's cool yeah she's you, know. you can tell she's she's got a lot of energy a lot little sassy yeah. pants yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. all right so can you put her back on real quick and i'll just say <clears throat> goodbye to her okay so there you go we called you sassy pants and we said that and that that is perfect <laughs> We feel like you're going to be fine. Uh, we both felt really good energy. And just, you know, like uh, Simon was saying, if you had a chance to hear him, let go of that fear and that worry that you are holding on around this. Okay, honey? Perfect. Thank you so much. You are welcome. Have a beautiful night. You have a blessed night. Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Um, yeah, so I, I love that, though. I mean, and that is, can you imagine, though, three of your siblings and that is a lot on on someone's conscious uh, certainly oh it, it it would be huge it would just be you know like just a shock of it but it's huge and you know and generational uh trauma and these patterns are a big part of my work i identify very very quickly where we're, we're following the patterns of our parents you know almost to the day and the month um and i i see daily examples of that yeah um, uh, you know, and it's just these forces that are at play. It's just, you know, it, it's from once we're in the womb, like once we're interactive in the womb and, you know, mum's depressed and anxious and there's stuff going on and we just replay that out or, or, or re-attract that back into our lives. Um, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of this stuff. This is why there's generations of like, uh, I guess, trauma and abuse that reoccur. Like it keeps on replaying because, you know, we re-experience it and then when we think we're out of it, we actually attract it back in. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, this is the way it works. You know, we're vibrating out. We're, we're sending that signal out to the universe, you know. Yes. Well, this this is the end of our, our time. I want to um, I want to thank you so much. Um, I want to thank you so much and really appreciate you coming on the show tonight. And uh, for anyone looking to find you, it's easy. SimonHay.com, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, it's real uh, easy. No, thank, thank you. This is just a wonderful, you know, privilege and opportunity for me. I, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just so grateful that you, uh, you know, offered to do this. Oh, I, I'm so excited. And, you know, have a wonderful time on your tour. Enjoy the events. I hope you get lots of love and support. And we'll share this and feel free to share it. And then you guys who are watching, make sure you like Simon's page, follow. And if you're in the area, head out to one of these events and it's such a pleasure meeting you and i want you to have a beautiful evening and thank you so so much thank you lots of love thank you thank you bye sometimes i 
feel like a star, but only strictly where I'm famous. I'm in this for the longest haul, like we'll see where it takes us. I'm throwing back these double shots like whiskey here is weightless. Cause, cause this career I chose was even riskier than Vegas, yo. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.